With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Valuable lesson, man. I had to grow up. That's why I never ask for help. I do it for you, and do it for myself. I go zero to one and real quick, real quick. Whole squad on that real zero to one and real quick, real quick, real quick. Go zero to one and real quick, real quick. Whole squad on that real zero to one and real quick, real quick, real quick. Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester, and with me for the 100th time is Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it rolling? Uh, so this is our 100th episode, but I've actually been with you 100 times. Like, have I been there for all 100 episodes? In person? Mm, well, or have like, you been, not. Have you been on the episode, you're saying? Have I been on the episode? Did we have one without you, I think, possibly? I don't know. Last, last week, we started without me, and uh, the feedback was not positive. Right. What what's one level beyond like was it euphoric? <laughs> level beyond possible. Yeah, so uh here we are. It's a, it's episode number one hundred. Uh can you believe we made it this far? Um I mean this was supposed to be literally thirty two episodes. Yeah. Right. So why I mean did, it was why never... don't you remind people, or actually me, because I don't really understand. Like what was your what was your motivation? Like you contacted me in July or August of twenty fifteen and you said, Hey, uh you wanna do this podcast with me. Like what was your goal? What was your thought process there? Yeah, I, we I the, the idea of talking to thirty two different uh, fans of an NFL team before this season as like a season preview again was something that I did. You know, I had literally I had a you know I've said this before in the podcast, but I had a podcast called Thirty Two Fans in Thirty Two Days in two thousand eleven with Ari Gold. Yeah, and we did this, but he during the podcast in August he. Like I think he had like a week vacation planned with his wife and then got a job as like a CPA in the middle. So So are you saying that there's some people who put their wives and their jobs ahead of the podcast? Listen, that's why he's that's why he's not here anymore. <laughs> what um and do do you, do you have any idea what your guys' numbers were that summer? I mean, podcasts like, in general were a lot smaller, I would imagine. Well, we could we could tell basically completely who was listening because we just had a link. We, I don't think we were in the iTunes store at all, ever. Oh, no, at some point we were. That's not true. But we just had a link, so you could literally see exactly, like, we knew how many listeners we had way better than, like, Serial does, you know, or oh, okay. any, any podcast ever. So, uh, And what kind of I listenership think, did you have? I think we hit 100 listeners once. Okay. All right, not bad. Which was good. I mean, I literally, the only way people listened was I would email it every single day to uh you know like 
40 people or 50 yeah. people and hope that they would, you know, pass around. So that was, the, you know, I wasn't tweeting it, you know, so yeah. that, that was the only way people would hear it. Okay, so we started this in, in August of 2015, and the goal was to interview, you know, the 32 fans over 32 days, and we did. And we started with, with small numbers, obviously, but the numbers grew much beyond, I mean, well, frankly, I thought we'd be lucky to hit 100 people, you know. <laughs> and uh, by the very end of, of that preview of those 32 episodes, I think we broke uh, four digits uh, for our podcast downloads. So we decided to keep it going and turn it into a weekly football podcast. Yeah, I guess it got bigger the last couple, but uh, I think one thing that was also consistent was that we, anytime we don't talk about football, it's, there's much more feedback. Yeah. So, yeah, much so, more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we started doing like weekly podcasts during the NFL season. And um, you're right. I think the, the feedback was that people liked when we talked about other things. And so when the NFL season ended last January, February, we decided, hey, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll try it out. We'll keep it going. We'll see how our numbers go. And we stayed a weekly podcast talking about various shenanigans, mostly lists and charts. I think uh, we started with the greatest living Americans. We moved on to the uh, greatest TV shows of all time, the, uh, the the greatest movies of the last 25 years, and other rankings interspersed. Uh, we talked about basketball, baseball, NFL draft. And, yeah, the numbers went up from where they had been in the football season, actually. And so um, it turned into, into a, a weekly podcast year-round. We did come back to the to our roots this past August again. We did 32 fans in 32 days, although this time we did it as eight podcasts, one for each division. But we still had yeah. fans from every team, except Washington. Yeah. And next season, we're doing one podcast, 32 people. 32 people, one podcast. Well, by the, by the way, we, you know, we went from one to four. I think that's a natural progression. Yeah. Uh, we'll see what kind of technological uh, abilities we have there. So, yeah, so here we are. So I guess uh, to be earnest for a second, I'll say thank you to our listeners because I'm shocked that we're still doing this. And it's because basically people said, hey, you know, you guys should keep doing it. And so we thought, all right, why not? <laughs> do you remember, do you ever, did you ever watch the Ernest Go to Jail movies? No. I think my wife is a big fan of that, though. Are you a yeah. fan of the Ernest Goes To movies? No, she doesn't know what I'm talking about. Sorry, I don't know why I thought she was. Mm. What's funny is that, like, we, like I said, like, you know, Ari, like, had to continue working. Uh, so like, and his wife probably wouldn't let him do like this ridiculous podcast. And we both like, you know, being sincere, both think our wives are crazy people, um, not to be hacky. So like, I wonder, does that mean his wife is more normal or like, is she even crazier than my wife and, and Dr. Chester? Well, I mean, if we're going to be fair and I can't speak for your wife cause I've never actually met her, but objectively my wife is much less crazy than me. It's my craziness that causes me to do this podcast. Mm. I think her opposition to it is I, she she definitely has her her, uh, you know, craziness to her. But I think being opposed to the podcast is an example of sanity, not not an insanity problem. Oh, I got it. I got it. So maybe I need to step back because it is because anytime you tell people you do have a podcast, they laugh at you. If yeah. they don't like if they don't know better, if they're well, not having a podcast, a podcast so. in 2015 is like having a blog was in 2006 or whatever. I had right. And now it's 2017. So it's like, yeah. Yeah, someone should delete our podcast. That yeah. is true. Look, no like one is that. more surprised that this podcast is still going than me. No one is more surprised at our numbers than me. And, you know, I don't know. Podcast- Did I tell you? Because we didn't really know each other, uh, even though we had mutual friends back when we were in college in the early aughts. But did I tell you no, that I know about each other at all? I never heard of you back then. But right. You never heard of me. But I did read your blog in college. Oh, because you, you, you were friends with some of the other people on the blog, probably. Yeah, and I remember I, – I actually, I think I, I've definitely told you this story. Maybe I told you on the podcast that I couldn't 
your blog was called Chess Blog. And when I was at work, when I, whenever I would be at a summer job, like in, in the summer, I, you know, I wouldn't want it like in my last 20 websites, which was like Internet Explorer or whatever. Yeah, like big breasts. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like, like, you know, so if I went to your site, I would have to like go to like knock it off my last 15 by like clicking like ESPN and CNN, you know, and just, just like quickly. So I got to I got to ask you a question here. What pers- who who out there who wants to see chests, female chests, I assume is what you're referring to, refers to them as chests like nobody. There's, there's no there's no porn category called chests. Of course not. But it's like, what are you going to see? Like, oh, it's probably like a dumb Jewish kid who, you know, <laughs> should be thrown off a building. Like nobody would say. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, th- yeah. So the blog was sort of a similar idea. Well, the blog started basically because me and and the two other guys just wanted to chat with each other during the day. And we were on summer internships where we didn't have access to email. And the blog oh, so was, it was started entirely private just between the three of us. And then so it went around to some of our friends and, you know, it's sort of, you know. I mean, you literally could have just left, like, comments in the blog to each other. Well, well, then our other friends who weren't, like, you know, who didn't have access to the blog password and stuff, they would, yeah, they would comment there. Um, but, yeah, but it was sort of a similar idea in that then other people were paying attention. I mean, not huge numbers, obviously, but, you know, more than zero people, which is how many we would have assumed. So, Is it weird that, like, people still have blogs or no? Well, if you call it a blog, like nobody uses Blogspot per se, but everything is a blog. I mean, Facebook and Twitter are blogs, right? Right. Every, yeah, Facebook's yeah. a blog. You know, like how do you right. define? What's the difference? Yeah. Right. It's it is yeah, funny. Yeah. I was thinking but the nobody, other day, nobody like calls himself a blogger these days. Except the only people who use the word blogger are like like old crotchety people as a term of derision, right? Like Maury Chase or whatever. Sure, sure. Oh, we should have Maury Chase on. I'm sure he'd love to do a podcast. <laughs> Murray Chase would probably uh, vote zero episodes of our podcast as listenable. I think talking about like the blog you were on, and there would be like all the links to the other blogs on the right side. Blog roll, yeah, that was a thing. Yeah, um, and like literally those blogs, which were like super popular then, you know, have all been gone for like twelve years or thirteen years. I've been thinking about like how old the internet is. Yeah, like literally those blogs were like deleted or retired in like two thousand four. Yeah. Yeah, well, our blog was yeah, our blog was retired in two thousand five, and then we de- and then we deleted its, its existence from the internet. And and actually, the the URL was bought by some German phone card uh, company uh, website company. So when you go to Chess Blog, it would be like an advertisement for German phone cards, which I assume was just sort of some bot that automatically bought every website that had you know four hits or whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, you know, we have a ranking this week, Akiva. Okay, we rank our favorite co-hosts. I'll go first. Okay. No, 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 what do you got? What do you got for me? <laughs> uh, by the way, we just had uh, somebody just sent us a message. They would uh, like to to call into the podcast, so uh, uh, we'll let him in. Should we let him in now, or should we let him in a few minutes? It, uh, three minutes. Just all tell right. me what you got for me. Uh, I have gone back and I have ranked all previous ninety nine episodes of this podcast from ninety nine oh, to one. Uh, you just re- retroactively regained your virginity, but keep going. <laughs> Yeah, so now I have to confess, I did not listen to all 99 again in my re-ranking, um, you know, which I have done, for example, in Seinfeld. I'm re-watching each episode before I rank it. But what I did is I went through all 99 episodes. I went through the uh, the title of the episode and then the des- the description, you know, the podcast notes, which sort of talk about what each episode's about. And that sort of jogged my memory. And I ranked all episodes out, 1 to 99. So why don't you pick a number from 1 to 99 and I will tell you uh, what that podcast was. Okay. 23. It's like the number game, but in reverse. All right. The 23rd best uh, episode of this year's podcast was last April 18th. April 18th of 2016. It was podcast number 55. It was 
100 greatest TV shows of all time, numbers 100 through 51. Oh, that was boy. a two-hour-plus episode of a hardcore uh, television discussion. We each uh, threw out 50 shows on our list. So that's the 23rd best episode of this podcast. My fear is Does that make you that, want to re-examine like, your life? A little bit, but also, like, we sort of, like, we had so many great ideas, like Greatest Living American. It all too quickly. I, I do wonder, like, well, this year, I'm, I, you know, I don't know. People are going to have to give us ideas. Like, 100 TV shows, 100 movies. Not like we can go back to that well. I don't know what we're going to do. I mean, look, if, if you want sports charts, I have sports charts up the wazoo. But, uh, yeah, I don't know right. how many people want to see my, you know. I mean, they're literally, I can't think of a chart that I haven't done. You know, a, a number of people said to us, a number, I think, like four different people said to us, for this episode, Chester should do his top 100 charts of all time. And I told them, like, that would be like, you know. Name me your top. My wife just in the background. That's impossible. Like, name me your top hundred grains grains of sand. Like, I my my charts are like the stars of the sky. They are too numerous to count, and I don't mm-hmm. even know how to quantify them. So, yeah, my wife is is uh, chattering in the background. Nobody would believe it unless they actually saw, which is true. The levels of my insanity would would blow people. Every once in a while, like on my fantasy uh, football league uh, WhatsApp group, I'll share some some charts I have, and people minds will be blown, and I'll be like, this is like one one thousandth of a thousandth of a thousandth. What's the what's the craziest thing? What, what would it be like if you were trying to like make it as you know on a reality show, like showing how crazy your charts were? What's like the number one thing you'd you'd show them? I see. The, I don't know because what's normal to me might be crazy to other people. Like I think it's normal that I have the all time top hundred players ranked of every single team in every single sport, and that includes. You know, teams from the American Association in baseball in the 1870s who haven't existed for mm. 140 years. Okay, okay. To me, that's, yeah, that's, now, to me, I don't okay. have 100 players for those teams. I only have like 20 because, you know, they weren't around long enough to have 100 guys with substantial careers. But um, so to me, that's a normal thing. But if I said, like, who's the 87th best Milwaukee brewer of all time, you'd, you'd have an answer for me. If you give me one second, I'm opening it up and I will give you the answer. Yeah, it's like The Shining, my wife is saying. Okay. The 87th best Milwaukee brewer of all time is... Drum roll, please. No. No drum roll. All right, no drum roll. I have Johnny Briggs, played four seasons from 1971 to 1975, a left fielder. All right, classic Johnny. Yeah, 258 batting average, 799 ERA, a 131 ERA plus, uh, uh, excuse me, uh, um, OPS plus, which is really good, but only four seasons. He did get uh, MVP votes one year even. My problem is I think, like, some she thinks that, like, all guys have something like this. And this is like more normal, and she's not like disturbed to the point of like, you know. You got to speak into the mic. Akiva, you know, it's yeah. Shining, which is one of my favorite movies. When mm-hmm. Jack Nicholson, when you realize he goes crazy, when the wife, Shelley Duvall, looks over his shoulder, he's been working all winter on something, and then she looks over his shoulder and she sees pages and pages and pages of all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. And mm-hmm. like just pages and pages of the exact same thing over and over and over and over. No, mine's not the same endless, thing. Endless and endless and endless pages. That's what this is like, though. It's endless and endless and endless and endless charts. And you wouldn't believe it unless you saw this computer. And then you, you realize the depths of the insanity. It doesn't seem insane until you look at it. And then you, you're blown away by the insanity. So then why are you with you? It's, it's so, really scary. Well, so what I tell people is. I have water in that ear. I can't uh, if, he, if, he, if he had shown you this on the first date, is there any chance there would have been a second date? <laughs> Definitely not. It's it's actually terrifying. I mean, you should you should show people this. So, so the way I know. So the way I hold on. The way I defend myself. People say, "Oh, what does your wife think about this?" Is I, I say mean, it's, it's terrifying. Okay, but um, guys have lots of vices. It could be drugs. It could be drinking. Right? It could be gambling. That's My vices. I should probably she'd probably drugs. prefer any of those. Document your craziness. You just document it so that I can see it. It's scary. 
What, what do you think is the solution to this problem, Dr. Chester? Wait, he wants a medical opinion from you. You've got to come back here. She says she's not a psychiatrist, and she walked out of the room. Uh, that's very unchester-like to not have a take on something you don't know anything about. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there, there's a Dr. Chester with her uh, weekly appearance on the podcast. I think I really think. Well, she's not cursing at you. That's a start. <laughs> I'm trying to think like what would save you. Like, Genuine could you go me yet this week? Could you go like 12 months without making a chart? Would, could you, if someone said like I'll give you like three million dollars so I make a chart for 12 so it's months. like it's like the contest but instead of chart instead of masturbation for charts right yeah <laughs> I could definitely go longer without masturbating than I could without making a chart because mm. <laughs> you know they're they're both about providing yourself pleasure and nobody else because that's the truth like people say like some of the things I make people say oh why don't you try and publish this or whatever and I'm like because I do it for myself. Like, you know, again, it, it's... It sometimes, is. well, let me ask you a question. Sometimes you think of a chart and then that leads to like, oh, that's going to be like 22 more charts. Oh, and all you're the like, time, yeah. And then you're like stuck. But do you ever feel like I have to do this? Well, that the other thing about me is that I'm like, I'm a completionist. Like I have... I have sure. Will it, will it nag at you until yeah. you finish the last of those charts when you have like, think of like a chain that, of that's, like... That's the cause of the reason why I stay up till six, seven in the morning many times because I start a chart at midnight and I'm like, oh shit, this is going to take forever. Yeah, I, I can't not finish something. I got to go all the way through, even even if some of them are like not that interesting or exciting to me. Or like I'll do something for one team, and then I'm like, well, I got to do this for all 32 teams now. Oh, and I got to do it for do, every NBA. Do you have a lot of charts not not in the sports like realm? Yeah, look. So the, the, you, you know, rank like every Broadway show and stuff like that. So I've ranked every movie of various directors. You know, like Woody Allen, Scorsese, things mm-hmm. like that. The problem is, right. and look, the reason sports is is better. Than, than than entertainment. Sorry, Meryl Streep. Is is when it comes to these kinds of things, is that there's objectivity, right? There's numbers. You can back up your takes. Mm-hmm. I can say this is a better movie than that movie, but that's just it's purely an opinion. And I have no, you know, if if we watch sports without keeping score and without tracking any stats, right? Which is like yeah. that that would be sort of the same. So I do. I have charts. You know, like I've ranked all the SNL characters. I've ranked all the episodes of Seinfeld and other shows like that. Um, but it's just it's I don't enjoy it as much because it's purely just my opinion and I have no way to justify it. And so okay. what I like I like to justify it. So what I'll do is I'll go find a bunch of other people's rankings on the internet and then I'll average them out so I can compare it. So then I have at least you know the 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 opinions of 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 you know of a of a some group of people to compare myself to. All right. Do you want to give me your? This is not the hundredth episode of Chester Psyche, so let's move on. I know. Do you want to give me like the top episodes we've ever done? Like you made this whole list for. I feel like it's just going to waste. All right. Fine. So I'll. You know. Again, this is one man's opinion, highly subjective. Uh, What's the worst episode we've ever done? Okay. So the worst episode we've ever done, I listed, was the thirty-two fans in thirty-two days, two thousand sixteen AFC preview. And that's no disrespect to our guests, which were Offsenetsky, uh, uh, Harold Rosengarten, Dale Hodge for the Bills, uh, Mike Clark for the uh, Patriots, and for the Dolphins, we had mm-hmm. Esther Birnbaum. Oh, is this the episode where I got food poisoning and I wasn't there? That was part of it, but the main reason, frankly, was very simply the fact that the, the technology was so bad. Basically, the audio, the, we had huge tech issues for everybody. So even though like the, the beginning part of the podcast, you, yeah, you were suffering. You got like Zika sushi or something that you ate in Florida. Um, mm-hmm. We we the intro actually in the intro to that podcast we discussed Meryl Streep for a while uh, uh, newsworthy uh, we discussed some summer beach reads uh, we had some interesting conversations. It was definitely the episode that you that you did from our hospital room. Oh, my wife just chipped in. She thinks the worst episode we did was when I recorded an episode uh, from the labor and delivery uh, when we had our most recent baby. Oh, people love that. No, people love that, Jen. Yeah. You, she doesn't know that she's like kind of the heel of the podcast, yeah, right? Jen, you're the heel of this podcast. <laughs> 
Yeah. She, she doesn't guy. watch wrestling. She doesn't know what a heel is. You're the bad guy. <laughs> that I have that podcast ranked number 40th, by the way. Yeah, my wife thinks that was the worst ever. But yeah, so anyways, so the the, the, two, the 2016 AFC East preview, which is the first one we recorded uh, of this year's previews, but it's like the fourth one we released. Mm-hmm. It, it just, there were technical difficulties, so it was very unpleasant to listen to. So that's why it is the worst. But the second... Ask, word, ask your wife how many people warned her not to marry you before you got married. Jen, how, well, I'm going to... Jen, how many different people named Jonathan warned you not to marry me before we got married? I am watching this Leah Remedy Scientology. Wait, are you not going to answer the question? How many people warned? How many people in total warned you not to, warned you not to marry me? At least three. At least three. And how many of those three were named Jonathan? Well, that them. part's not interesting. But all, I think all three of them. Oh, yeah. well, three that... people warned her. They were all named Jonathan. <laughs> I would say they're probably all like prophets. Like if yeah, you hold on, if we, I got, said, like... we got someone calling in. Should I answer this call? Yeah, answer the call. All right. Hello. Yo. Cole, are you there? Yep. How's it going? Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, sir. What's going on, Cole? It's been a it's been a few months. It's been a good few months for me. Yeah, Cole is our Chiefs fan. We've had him on, uh, I think, at least twice before, right? I think this is the fourth time. Oh, fourth time. And uh, wow, Cole, do you, do you want to hear where your uh, previous appearances show up in our ranking? We ranked all ninety nine episodes. Sure. <laughs> okay, so the first the first time you showed up was uh, for last season's uh, preseason preview. I have that as the eightieth ranked episode, and my comment is boring teams, but good banter. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Wait, did, you went? Did you make a comment then, or you went back now when no, you were ranking the top hundred today? Because I was trying to remember about that podcast, and I was like, we talked about the St. Louis Rams and the Kansas City Chiefs, and that's kind of boring. So, um, have the Chiefs added any fans who gave up on the Rams? Because I know none of the Rams fans went to LA with them. Uh, I mean, not not that I personally know, but I know on like Reddit, there's been a lot of fans that came over from the the old Ram subreddit that were like, "Hey, we're Chiefs fans now," and I was like, "That's that's cool. Congrats." Did you see um, that the ratings, like the TV ratings in LA this season, went down for the NFL? <laughs> I did see that. It was, came out a few days ago. Like, how are they gonna have two teams in LA? That's gonna didn't we like didn't we we really forget like uh, history all the time? Like 1995, they both left. They're just gonna leave again. It's it's utterly ridiculous. Like if if you put a bad product in the field, people aren't going to watch it. And if that's the only mar- uh, game that your market's going to show, like why would they watch it? Yeah, Especially if they have no they have, and they, and they have no attachment to that team either because it's brand new. Yeah, but you know what? People are going to spend money because there's a lot of money in, in Hollywood in L.A. and they need to put it somewhere, right? Like the PSLs for the 49ers new stadium, the top price was eighty thousand dollars. I guarantee you that the uh, the new uh, Ram Stadium is going to be at least a hundred thousand, if not even. Well, it's gonna it's gonna be like a, a big media event, just like Lakers games are. Yeah, they're just going to print cash. Yeah, and the team will be bad, and nobody will go to the games. But it doesn't matter if anybody goes to the games as long as they're selling the tickets and the boxes. So yeah, yeah and it'll, it'll just be like, like oh, oh, look what Jay Z and Beyonce wore to the Rams game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cole, uh, I've, I've had, had a lot of people tell me this, this week, like, like at, at least today, today you, know, you know, the Steelers, Steelers are going to destroy, destroy the Chiefs. And then, and then I've, I've like read, read a couple things like that are the opposite. I'm a little more than the other three games we conflicted on the Steelers Chiefs game. What do you think? Uh, I don't think we're going to get destroyed by any means. I think it, at worst it'll be a competitive game. You did lose forty three fourteen just a couple months ago. We did, uh, and you know that was that was that was in Pittsburgh. And the beginning of the season and the end of the season are completely different beasts, and you can't you can't you know rely on what happened in the beginning and the end. Let me ask you, Cole, have you insulted by the attitude that everybody has nationally, which is, "Ugh, the AFC playoffs are so bad. The Patriots going to you know waltz the Super Bowl. They have no competition." As a Chiefs fan, does that insult you? 
No, no because, because I mean, they, they've, they've done, done it for so long, long they, they, they burned, burned that, that, that mindset. mindset. Well, but and people won't say that every year. I think people say that this year because they look at the other teams and they say, you know, Oakland eliminated themselves with the loss of Carr. Houston's garbage. Miami was garbage. Pittsburgh has no defense. Kansas City, yeah, Alex Smith, Andy Reid, we don't trust them. I think it's specifically because of their lack of competition that people are, you know, just taking that as a foregone conclusion. You know, you know it, it could, could be that. that. And to, to be, be honest, they, they, they haven't, haven't seen, seen this Chiefs team. Uh, we, we, in, in previous, previous years, they, they weren't this good. good. So what, what have about, you, have what you seen, seen like better uh, than the last couple of years? To, to be, be honest, honest, the biggest, biggest difference uh, is one: the the, the defense has been, been a very bend but not break, and Tyreek Hill has just absolutely been an X factor. Yeah, Tyreek Hill is very good. So, I mean, I, I, I punch like a pregnant woman. That is, but also football. Okay. okay. The, we, we, I, I didn't realize we were talking politics now. Is that politics? Is there one side that is pro punching pregnant women? Um, no. I, I, I think that every time I've seen Alex Smith this year, it seems like he's starting to slip a little bit. He certainly can't run anymore. Um, but but, but the numbers don't. A little bit. More than a little bit. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, no he's actually. The numbers don't really bear out that he's sort of like slipped from, you know, the Alex Smith averageness. So, like, what, what can you tell us about Smith? No, okay, so he wasn't running so much the first half of the year, and then he got that the weird Colts game. Uh, was, was, was he cold? Uh, where, where he, he just got, got his, his head bashed, bashed into the turf twice, uh, and he he didn't run for at all. He wasn't running much before then, but he didn't run at all for like three weeks after that. But the last three weeks, he uh, he he's absolutely been running, and he's he's been very methodical. He's been in Alex for the whole last month. All right, Cole. Let me ask you a question about the podcast, and be totally honest. Our feelings won't be hurt. Uh, how often do you listen to this podcast? I'd say probably like two-thirds, three-fourths of the time. Okay. Oh, that's, that's way, way too much. much. <laughs> you got to cut that down. <laughs> what, uh, what, what, what's, what's your favorite episode or your, or your favorite topic? What brings you? What, what keeps you coming back to this podcast other than your own guest appearances? Honestly, Honestly I, I like, like the football because, because I usually am sitting there at work when I listen, listen to them. Right. This, this is the first, first, by the way, this is the first time someone, someone said this, so, so keep, keep going. going. <laughs> they like football. <laughs> well, so, so it's, it's, the only, it's the only podcast I really listen to at all, honestly. I'm not, I'm not a big podcast, podcast person. All right, Cole, well, quickly uh, give us a prediction for the uh, Pittsburgh uh, KC game next uh, this week. 21 to 20, Chiefs. 21 to 20. All right, so he has uh, Pittsburgh covering. All right, Cole, thanks very much. Uh, good luck on Sunday. Thanks, thanks guys. guys. All right, talk to you later. Give okay, a 21 20. What do you think of that prediction? That would, that would be a good, good game. game. It would be, be the, the first good playoff, playoff game we've had, had so far. Yeah. We're on pace for the worst players of all time to go with probably the worst season of all time. Yeah, but we, we knew that week one was going to be terrible, and we know that week two is going to, you know, the Patriots game is going to be terrible. But the other right, thing, we, we have, have one done on, on the board. Pittsburgh KC could be a blowout either, either way, way, I think. Uh, Seattle can't block, so there's a chance Atlanta just blows their doors off. And again, we're left with, with the late game, that fourth game, the Packers game, the second week in a row. By the way, the Giants-Packers game was really compelling until it became a blowout at the end. It was like... You know, yeah, it was, the first 20 it was, minutes were really that was yeah. that was a legit playoff game for a while. Yeah. First of all, you knew when they when the Packers scored their first touchdown, there was like 220 left. And at that point, it was completely obvious to me. OK, um, the Giants are going to go three and out. The Packers get another field goal before the end of the half. And then, instead of well, the yeah, well, the second Cook dropped the pass, I said, oh, the Giants. Oh, wish. First of all, if, if Cook cat, if Cook catches that pass, obviously six seconds left, they don't come close to getting another playoff. Over. Yeah. Uh, and I said the second he dropped it, I said, oh, Rogers is going to throw him there like and. So and that was one of the only times I've ever been like, uh, you know, fifteen people at the game were like, "Wow, you're like, are you ahead of the game?" Yeah, I hear someone in the background. I am usually ahead when I'm watching, not like literally, but I'm, you know, I'm got a couple steps on everyone else. Who is here? Ah, uh, 
Somebody says they're. Hey, dead. what's uh, going on, guys? It's your weapon boy. Number one Bama fan. <laughs> Michael Clark. Go to Sean Watson. I we used to you used to be our number one whipping boy, and then we found that you're six four. It's true. That's true. I, I figured you were like five seven. <laughs> I don't know how to take that. Well, as from a five seven guy, that it's like a compliment. I figured you were one of us, but no, no you're, you're like a tall person. person. You, you do your own tall things. I'm, I'm sure, sure most, most people, people listen to think Chester's, Chester's probably five nine, nine, but I think six one. <laughs> Um, Akiva, you just you just think everybody's like your height, basically. My class yeah, towers over both of us. You, it's, it's like, like a, lot a lot of egocentrism. egocentrism. Like you, you just think, think everyone is exactly, exactly like, like Mike, you. Uh, is there a single reason to watch this Patriots-Houston game Saturday night? Well, well there's for me to watch it. I don't know if there's for you guys to No, not really. The truth is, my fear, Mike, is that the Patriots could have won this game 70 nothing, but Belichick likes O'Brien. Like, if this was the Jets or a team... Where Belichick, Belichick hated the organization, he would run, run up the score. score. He's probably not going to run, run up the score on the Texans. Texans. Sure. You know, not run up the score to the point of they're not going to win by 50. Akiva, the spread on this game is 16, right? Or 16 and a half. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're, you're, taking, you're taking the Patriots, right? You're giving the points, obviously. So much. Probably we'll, we'll take, take the Patriots. Patriots. All right. Yeah. If it was 20, what would you do? I mean, it, I, you know, you, you saw, saw like that Steelers-Dolphins game last week. That, I mean, they, they almost covered like they could have almost, almost covered ten points. points. Yeah, the Dolphins and such a blowout. All four games were like twenty-point blowouts. Hey, listen, listen we, we also like one, one of my least favorite, favorite things about like needing to have, have a take on every game is like if, if I was betting a game that just wouldn't be a spread out bet on. Like gun in my head, maybe I take the Patriots, but it's like a fifty-one forty-nine thing at twenty and sixteen. I mean, I mean at, at, at 20, 20, it's, you know, know it's, 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 you know, 40, 60 even. But, but it's not something that, that like, I'd really be excited about. Yeah, I would take the Patriots up to 18 and a half. At 19, I would take Houston. That's my uh, push. That's my over. But, 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 but if, if you were predicting the score, score you're going to predict the Patriots by over 20. 20. Yeah. I wish it was Joe House. Like you tell me what the Pats record against the spread was this year. If you're Joe House, you would tell me what the Pats record was going back the last 40 years on night playoff games against Texas right. teams. But, but only, only on January 14th. Something that's completely irrelevant to the current players, yeah. <laughs> and somehow pick the game wrong. Yeah. That's my New Year's resolution. No more Joe House or Michael Barty in 2017. All right, Mike, by, by the way, the, the best, best thing you could, could do, and I'm probably like lose 20 followers for this, like, like the best thing you could do is like unfollow someone who hates. All day long on Twitter is just people complaining about like, oh, this is beat writer so dumb. I'm like, I've never heard of him. Don't, just, just don't, don't follow them. Yeah, I noticed just, a lot of people complaining on Twitter about all the assholes that they follow, and I was wondering the same thing. Like, why are you following these people then? I agree there's value of following people of like right. different Oh, that's why you, like, I was looking when I went through all your Twitter followers last week because. Yeah, well, I was like, I was wondering why there was 30 straight Pepe's in a row, but I figured you were doing research. Now you're saying that's the case. Wait, do I have any actual Pepe's following me? You probably have, like, you're, no, they're not following you. I feel like you were following a lot of them. Yeah. I mean, like, both at Actions and on Twitter. Yeah. All right, got it. Okay, Mike, we have another person bothering trying to get on this call, actually, another person named Mike. Someone who I hate much more than I hate uh, your teams, actually. So, <laughs> so give us a score, Mike, before you drop off. Uh, give me thirty-eight seven. Thirty-eight seven. All right. So if the spread was thirty, you would still take the Patriots. Very uh, justifiable prediction. Well, well I've, I've got, got a question, question for Mike. Mike. 
Yes, sir. When, when Brady's gone uh, in the, the fall of 2017, maybe 2018, maybe, 2018, maybe, maybe, I'm, maybe I've been off the year. You have a lot of dumb takes, Keith. Oh, my God. No, no, no. When Brady's gone next fall or the fall after, like, when, when the, the Patriots start, start pulling the Jets, Jets and go 6-10 and 10 every year, year are you, you going to be there for the down years, or are you going to be like an Atlanta Braves fan, and you're just going to be out? out. Uh, you know, I started rooting for Tom when he came in Tom. in 2000. Basis. Always. You can't be on a first uh, name Do not listen to the commentators on CBS. You can't be on a first name basis unless the quarterback has been accused by rape at least twice, okay? Ooh. <laughs> Good Good handing Brady the trophy this year. Is that going to be the best moment of your life? I mean, it's, it's funny, funny how much Chester, like, empathizes with Goodell. Like, if Goodell called up tomorrow and was like, hey, I want you to be, like, counsel for us, he would be, he would be like, you would fly there. Who would more, Roger Goodell or Donald Trump? I mean, I mean it's, it's so close. close. Like, what is, is that? that? Like, choosing, like, choosing between your two favorite uncles. I think, but I do think you admire Goodell a lot, and, um, I don't know. Like, it's more like, who do you like more, Goodell or, like, Kim Jong-un? I don't know. <laughs> All right, Mike. Uh, bad luck on uh, Saturday night. Not that we want. To yeah, no, I'm rooting for you. No, I'm rooting for you. I don't want the Texans in the AFC Championship game. I'm rooting for the Patriots. All right. Well, of course you would. All right. Okay, Mike. Uh, we uh, might speak to you next week, depending on what the Patriots do and if uh, they. Uh, yeah, great job scheduling your hundredth episode spectacular during the uh, national championship game. Great you can't job. Have it on in the background. I have it on in the background. What's the problem? <laughs> I'm not even watching. I mean, I know Alabama is your favorite team, but yeah. Let, that would be great. Like, are, are, do you have like a Clemson hat just in case? Yeah, he's got a hat. <laughs> uh, I have them both at the ready, buddy. All right, Mike. Thanks so much, Mike. Talk to you Thanks later. Mike. Bye bye. All right. Yes. So, so we got a uh, we got another uh, person with the same first name who wants to call in now. First time uh, guest on the podcast. Ooh, that's exciting. Yeah. I don't know who this is. You know, I, I talk a big game about – or we talk a big game about hating Mike Clark mostly because he's a Patriots fan and a Yankees fan. Mm-hmm. But uh, this yeah. next guy is a guy who uh, who uh, I hate even more. He joins our fantasy football league, the, the, the long-running AYFFL uh, this season. He's a newcomer to the league. Mm-hmm. Shows up late to the draft. Spends most of the draft on his cell phone talking to some random third party. We don't know who. Is the first one to bail on the draft. Like, fills his roster and just gets out of there. And then immediately, are you allowed to leave your football, your fantasy football league before the draft is over? Well, it's an auction, so he filled up his roster. Oh, and then he could just leave. I'm surprised you don't have some like insane like you know auction of like you know high school players afterwards. I mean, is is it socially acceptable? No, of course not. Anyway, so then he um, immediately starts talking like the most over the top obnoxious trash, you know, in the league WhatsApp group and on the league email threads. This is a new guy who most people in the league don't even know yet. And, you know, has not backed up with any kind of performance. He challenges me. Mm-hmm. Hold on. He says he can hear us, but we can't hear him, which is all the better. <laughs> Hello? Oh. Hello? Okay, we can hear him now. Anyways, yeah, so he challenges me, the guy who's made the playoffs, you know, 11 out of 13 years and won four titles in 13 years. You know, the, the Yankees, Patriots, you know, Montreal Canadiens of this, po- of, of this league. He challenges me and, and makes this obscene bet that he'll finish ahead of me in the standings. Which, it turns out he ended up doing. But Akiva, it's all about process, not results. And his process was, was very, very poor. And he ended up winning the bet. And the problem is that the stakes of our bet is that the loser, which is me, I have to go take the SAT in a local high school this spring. What? That was your bet? Are yeah. you allowed to do that even? Yeah, and I got to publish the score. To, I got to publish my results to the league. Oh, that's amazing. Well, I don't know what. It's why would you agree to that bet? Like, I wouldn't, you know, like, there's no... Why unless, did I agree? Why did Moro agree? I agreed because the odds of him finishing ahead of me were what, like twenty percent? 
Yeah, I just because he was confident. Yeah, Shmario was the one who came up with the with the. Uh... Laura, can I tell you what the greatest power move of all time would be? Wait, Akiva, so you know Moro? How do you know? Yeah, I mean, how do we know each other? Kim Morosha. Uh, yeah, okay. we we're both staff kids. Our, both our parents worked in Camp Morrisha. Both our parents, I think, still work in Camp Morrisha 30 years later. Yes, they do. <laughs> yeah, they're, they have their grandkids going there now, probably. My sister's kids go there, so yeah. Right, my kids certainly could, but we were far away. I think that, more the, the the greatest power move of all time for you would be to quit this league after winning the first year. It would kill Chester. Oh, no, it wouldn't. I'd be happy because I'd slap an asterisk on his name on the trophy. No, you would say, I'm sure there are other asterisks on this trophy, but you would say, oh my God, you're such a dork. You would, you would say, Mauro, you could just like text Chester every month and say like, I just can't be in such an easy league. Like I would just win it eight years in a row. I know. I got such hate. So that Obstinensky, who is commissioner of my other league. Um, who was in our league for six years and never, I think maybe made the playoffs once. But, I you know. think fake commissioner, because he's really the commissioner, but he only became commissioner because uh, the real commissioner got too busy that he appointed himself the facto commissioner. When I won Chester's league uh, in my first year, after the constant bashing of how no rookie has ever performed well, how no rookie has ever won, blah, 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 blah. Uh, when I won, sent him an email basically saying that I've been in Ops League for 10 years and have never won Mind you, I, I had won the previous two point titles and only lost because right, of enough, enough. <laughs> fortunate luck. Sent Chester. All right, Chester. if we're going to bring that up, we have to bring up that you were nowhere close to the best team this year. Shamaria had the best team and just crashed and burned in the playoffs. I was the second best team. I agree to that. There was a massive chasm. You were closer to the 11th best team than the first. Oh, best team. the only thing worse than hearing about other people's fantasy football league is like six weeks after the fact hearing about it, guys. Okay, I have the trophy and the yeah. money. Oh, have, I want to ask a question. Just, we have a trophy just because bigger people, than uh, most of your kids, I think. And, uh, yeah, people don't understand. People don't understand the the depths, Moro, of Chester's craziness with this fantasy league. So oh tell God. me, like the the single craziest thing you saw from Chester out of this fantasy league. I honestly, I couldn't even tell you the single craziest because there were, uh, first of all, I should admit, I have to give credit where it's due. It's an extremely enjoyable fantasy league because of the amount of crazy that Chester has and puts towards it. Like the weekly charts, the weekly emails, the, between the WhatsApp group, Chester's emails, and the and the charts. I mean, if you ever, like, why Chester is a lawyer and working for Foley Lardner and not like a statistician for the NFL at the highest levels is beyond me. Yeah. Uh, but, I'm sure the salaries are identical, but yeah, keep going. Statistician, like the head of the NFL could command a nice salary. Like I would, I would love to see whoever is in charge of all of stats for the for the NFL and put them up against Chester's charts and see no, what they. I don't, Ooh, I don't, I don't, no, but I don't have a good math background. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't have, I don't have like a you know a math or physics background at MIT. Yeah, he's a simpleton, Moro. <laughs> Well, he's just, I, I, he's I, just I, but a simple chart maker. Like in the old days, he would have been he would have been like a cobbler, and you know, now now that just translates to Excel. If I had to pick one example of the crazy of Chester, mm-hmm. over the course of the season, there was one very very highly contested trade. Um, I say contested because many people felt very strongly about how terrible a trade it was between the two other owners. I won't mention those those two owners. Well, yeah, you know. just to say, they were both rookies, and one of them didn't know sort of an unspoken rule in the league. that, And so he violated an unwritten rule. He violated an unwritten rule of making a keeper trade. Mind yeah, you, but... he traded for a worse keeper, wow. but aside from the fact. And then for the next, what was it, seven weeks afterwards, Chester <laughs> in his weekly emails would would recap what would have happened if that trade hadn't Correct. been made. <laughs> 
So did he was, also make you make like a second set of transactions, like pretending that the league, you know, like it was like a splinter league? Like, oh, what I did that for several trades. Moro and I did a trade with Aaron Rodgers and Jordy Nelson, and he asked me to reverse engineer that trade and see what happens. And that involved undoing like three other trades also. And so I did that as well. Right, but you only did that after the season was over. This was a yeah. weekly running thing of like, well, here were the results that happened based on the rosters people started, and then here were the results what would happen if universe, yeah. Scott trade didn't happen. <laughs> he literally, I mean, he sometimes he sees me on these emails, and they're like 20 pages long sometimes. It's really insane. And they're at 3 o'clock in the morning, so it's like I wake up to emails from Chester, and I'm just like, you know, he works at a big law firm. I work at a big law firm. When does he ever sleep? Right, right. Or maybe he's just sleeping at his desk at work. I don't know. I've done that before. That's not a big deal. Yeah. So and so the 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 irony of the the Scott trade, as we're referring to it, is that is that the guy who made the trade was was it was it, is a Harrisburgian who was recruited to our league by our longtime friends from Harrisburg, who had by far the best team this year, lost by like two points in the semifinals, even though he outscored the rest of the league every week by a million points. And in the hypothetical world where that trade doesn't happen, Shmaria wins the league. So basically, he brought in this uh, this fellow Harrisburgian who uh, caused him to lose the league. So, yes, that the irony was not lost on me that if not for his own league entrance, yeah, he exactly. Would, he would oh, we're we're at like twenty minutes on your fantasy football. Yeah, league I, now, I think that's enough. People in. are going to tune out. <laughs> By the way, Akiva Moro begging to come on this podcast. I said to him, "No." I said, "How about this? When the Jets make a Super Bowl." And then, like, two weeks later, he weasels his way on because uh, we uh, made it an open forum. Yeah, anyone anyone can come on tonight. Yeah, you Literally. have to be careful what you wish for. Yeah, apparently. I was waiting until 2074 when the Jets make the Super Bowl, and I'm 90 years old, and you know, won't even will be blind by then, won't be able to even watch it. Maura, did you get a uh, did you get the trophy yet from Chester? I got well, I got it from Erez. Yeah, I didn't have it. Mm-hmm. The, the previous winner had it. Erez. Oh, had. I th- well, I, wait, I thought you meant Chester's son. I was like, what? He gives out the trophy? No, I, I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Chester year, like sent him on the subway to your house. You know, every year I name my child after the winner. So, but you should. Oh, okay. no, we've discussed that because when we were deciding what to bet, one of the things Chester's wife was still pregnant at the time. One of mm-hmm. the things was is that I get to choose your your son's name. You oh, know? he also said the podcast listeners could choose his son's name and then totally reneged. And I, and did I say and, that. And yes, you did. said, he's like, I would never do that. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You have your son named Erez. So you must have lost the bet to Josh Erez at some point. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, named his, he named his kid after Teddy Bridgewater, and that didn't turn out so well. So yeah, that's, also- that's not so crazy. I've named my daughters. My, my two daughters, my, my first daughter's mid, middle name is Madison, and my second daughter's initials are NYR. So. Well, I don't get the Madison thing. The, the Rangers, Madison. Oh, oh, okay, fine. Okay, I was He's thinking like you're a big, yeah. big uh, president of like James. Ma- uh, James I'm a Madison. big fan of the fourth president of the United States. Oh, look at this guy he knows the presidents. Can you do them all? Well, I can do like one through seven, and then well, that's I right. can do them all. But I think that's only because the Animaniacs song. Also, you know, Chester has the presidents ranked by attractiveness, Moro. Oh, by many who, categories, but yes, I have ranked all the presidents by attractiveness. Who's the best looking? Where does Donald fit in, and where would? Oh, that's a good question. And where does Hillary? Where would Hillary have fit in? Oh well, we said we were going to retire the rankings if Hillary won because yeah, it would be because, too controversial. Exactly. Um, but so, now, really, Chester, I think rigged the election to keep that chart alive. Yes. Right, so first of all, election. James Madison is the 19th best-looking president, and my comment is: this is the replacement level of presidential good-lookingness. He's as average as they come. 
I feel like Zachary Taylor or Franklin Pierce should be high up on the list. So Zachary Taylor's number 22. I, I, what I didn't like about him is he's the only president who's wearing his military uniform in his presidential portrait. Oh, right. I forgot you hate the troops. Yeah, that doesn't no, that just, it's, really it's, lose it's, You're trying too hard. Like, you're trying too hard. You're, like, who are you, Napoleon? You know, it's some kind of complex he has. And then who's the other one you said? Franklin. And their chief can't wear a freaking uniform. So oh, Franklin man, Pierce is a great call by Morrow. Uh, Franklin Pierce is number two on my list. Oh, is Barack number one? No, Kennedy's number one. Come on. Oh, Kennedy. Okay. Yeah, but Franklin Pierce is number two. Very handsome man. Barack's got to be top ten. Ah, uh, yeah. Barack is number five. His ears are a little bit too big. That's my big criticism. Of oh, now you're now you're now you're getting a little too out there. What? <laughs> that Barack Obama has big ears. That's a hot take. Yeah, hot take from Chester right yeah. there. Barack Obama, big ears. Bar- do you think Chester should move to like? Could you do a moving bet with him next year? Like you have to pick which place his whole family lives if you beat him in the fantasy league. That's Not actually a good moving, idea. We're moving this summer. We're moving before the next season for sure. Oh, that's unfortunate. Mm, what about it? What if we do like? What can we do? Um, well, how about you? How about you? Don't have to take the SATs in high school, but Mora gets to pick which place you live in. <laughs> Does my wife have a say in this? No, of course not. She and she doesn't know. You're not allowed to tell her for like three years that her that like the city she lives in is solely because you lost to Morrow in fantasy. Football. Well, so I'll tell you, and I shouldn't say this because she's in the room, but I did have a bet over with somebody over what I would name my child, and the agreement was that I would pick the name of the of the other person if I lost, and I just wouldn't tell my wife that's why I wanted that name. So your wife is watching a Scientology documentary in the background. Yeah, well, how do you know that? Because uh, she mentioned it. Um, and I think she's like actually looking. She's like hoping to get recruited yeah. and maybe get out of there. Yeah. <laughs> like they're, they're talking about like how they have to like scrub, you know, some like uh, ship in Tampa for like a cent an hour. But they and never see like, are there any charts? Yeah. <laughs> she's like, all right. So that's Aramini if she can get you in. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right, Moro. Michael, I almost called you. Uh, uh, good luck. Uh, enjoy your uh, trophy. It will be in your house until next December and then never again thereafter. So. Well, are we betting on that? We can have an eternal bet, a bet that will not be eligible until one of us, until one of us dies. You or should just not give him back the trophy if you lose, Moro. It'll what? just like Chester will actually declare war on your house. It'll be amazing. I'm sure that he would like send the military, and if he well, he hates the military. He probably have to send like a private guy. The person in our league who sponsored the trophy ha- owns many firearms, and he, and he would show up with one of them. That is true. Robbie would kill me. But um, no, but I'm I, I am interested in an eternal bet about whether I will win another championship, lasting until the league do- league ends or I die. Well, I, or or you don't, or you're no longer in the league, and I have control over that, so it's sort of an unfair. Well, are you kicking people out of the league, Chester? No, I don't intend to. But if I had a bet, then it would involve Moro being kicked out of the league. <laughs> well, they did kick out one guy. Yeah, well, but, but no, he he kicked himself out. We we right. had a he war on the league. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that guy. Someone declared war on your league. Yeah, he, he this was, year? No, 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 this is years ago. This is another one. Of All right, I forgot. You, you literally, and this is not a joke. You make people read a history of your fantasy football league and take a test on it before you make them join. True or false? No, no test. Just, in a, just no a, test. But it's true. He, he does. I, I he do did make you read league. a long history. Yeah. You know, Scouts honor. Like this, this league is not for the faint of heart. I should tell you, it's not your casual fantasy league. I had no idea what I was getting getting involved in. Thankfully, I'm as crazy as the rest of these people. I mean, a few of them are really normal, so I'm I'm very curious how they... Who's normal in our league? Who's normal? Errors? You're going to go with the most vanilla guy in the league. Congratulations. I don't know him, but I mean... I mean, we know what he's into, though, right? Robbie knows what I'm talking about. Right. Okay. Who's right? I won't say it it on the podcast. (laughs) Well, thank you for letting me on. 
Hopefully, right, Morrow. I hope you, I hope you trip and smash your face on that trophy. Morrow, who's who, Morrow? Who's the Jets' starting quarterback week one next season? Jay Cutler. Okay, then we're going three and thirteen. Well, yeah, but it's it won't be anybody else. Yeah. Let's tank with Cutler. <laughs> hey, it's worked for the who do you think? I mean, could you imagine the fights? Like, think about the locker room this year, and then you add Cutler to the mix. Brandon Marshall. And let's, what if it's Cutler like and Keith Marshall? That would be amazing. Doesn't Marshall like, love Cutler? Aren't they, like, best friends? No, like, Cutler, Marshall, Sheldon Richardson, like a triple threat match, match at WrestleMania this year. No, I love need, it. You, you need to add Martell and Tellish Bennett back. Akiva, who do you think is, is, is the, the quarterback we've won? Hmm. Uh, it would be funny if it was Hackenberg. They were like, hey, he only threw six interceptions in the preseason. Like, he's fine. Um, if I a gun to my head, I'm going to say week one next year. I don't know. Ryan Fitzpatrick again. Oh God! I I, I promise Mike you, Mike Lennon. You can you get, won't watch. You, you won't get, watch. If Ryan Fitzpatrick is the quarterback of the Jets next year, I am switching fans. I will not oh, be boy. anymore. Well, oh, but can we help you pick? Podcast. Yeah, can we can we do the podcast and like get you a new team? We'd love to do get that. Get me a new team. I will pick. We're always looking for content. I will take any team given to me. I don't even care if it's Ryan Fitzpatrick. Even the Giants, you will become a Giants fan. Uh, no, not Giants and Patriots. Because I okay, I, fine, fair enough. That's that's Giants reasonable. I will take any team. You would become a Miami Dolphins fan. Yes, a Miami Dolphins fan. Oh boy, I'd root for Ryan Crap My Hill. That's that's what I would do. All He's right. terrible. Well, now you have a really hilarious uh, fantasy football team name for next year. I don't even know what that was. Yeah. Um, thanks, Morrow. Guys, Morrow, thanks for coming on. I'm going to play ice hockey. See you later. Talk to you later. Go bye. All right, we had a uh, another person eyeing me to come on. But Morrow went long. He said he had to go, so we lost him. So do we have anybody else lined up, Akiva, on your end that you know Who did we lose? I hope we didn't lose anyone good. I'm not giving him a shout-out because he, he didn't stay on long enough, so he's gone. Where the he- Where's Superfan Robbie? He should be all over this. I don't know. Well, he, he's, he's, he only comes on when he's the only guest. He doesn't want competition. He's big-timing us. Yeah. All right, Chester, while we wait for, I'm sure, no one else calling in, uh, do you want to give me your, your, your top five podcasts that we've done of all time? Sure. So I said I ranked all episodes from 1 to 99, and that chart is available for those who want it. So I'm going to give you the top five. All right, the number five, the fifth who best want episode. It? Why would someone want it? Why would you even, like, say that? Every time, I, men- every time I mention a chart on this podcast, I get tweets or emails from people say, hey, can you, can you send me that, that, that chart? I guarantee you don't get one chart of asking our 99 episodes. They're like, oh, I don't know. Uh, TV 98 through 96 was a lot better than movies 84 to 83 point B. <laughs> I'm going to put the over-under at two and a half, and I'll take the over. At least three people no. will ask me for this chart. Yeah, I'm pounding the under. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, the fifth best uh, episode of this podcast ever was March 4th, 2016, episode 48. Greatest Living Americans round one with Antonio Mazzaro. He, oh, that was a good one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we pared down one. from 68 Greatest Living Americans to 32. Yeah, that was good. That was a good idea. We, we, uh, well, we did Greatest Living Americans, I think we did in a restaurant. We did, like, the, the, the preamble. Pre- yeah, the preamble was in a restaurant, yeah, together. Oh, superfan Robbie says he's watching the game at a bar, and he can't do it. Oh, right, he's a huge college football fan. We couldn't expect to have him on during this game. Uh, the fourth best episode of this show ever was two months later, May 10th, 2016, episode 59. The 100 greatest TV shows of all time, part three, the top ten. That's Why was weird. that so good? I don't know. I just thought it was good. We talked about the top 10 TV shows of all time. We had our listener lists. We had like 40 listeners who submitted lists. Yeah. Shout out to listeners. Yeah. That was a good episode. Former listeners. Yeah. The, I mean, this is clearly, like, let's not mince words. This is the 100th best episode we've done. <laughs> like, we thought it was a good idea to have people call in. We had, like, the same people call in that we would have called 
like the football people plus Moro, who I didn't even know listened to this podcast, and like and nothing like not this is by far with a bullet the worst one we've ever done. No, so like Seinfeld, my opinion is that the worst episode is always episode one. The worst episode we did was the first episode of the show. If you remember, first of all, we didn't know what we were doing. Second of no. all, uh, we, we still have no idea what we're doing. Yeah, we, but we discussed we, the not, Jaguars. Not like being self-deprecating. Yeah. This is like we discussed awful. the yeah. Jaguars and Titans, who are two terrible teams. Our Jaguars. Oh guest yeah, was a good cast actually. I liked him, but our Titans guest, uh, and I, I don't think he's listening anymore. So I can just say it. He was terrible. He, yeah, he had created a tweet. We got a lot of we had a lot of warnings not to have him on because oh, he was did? not knowledgeable. You don't remember? People were like, "Oh, have anyone on?" Like, I went to like the way we got guests at the beginning was I would go to like the biggest Jaguars or the biggest Arizona. Cardinals or Carolina Panthers like message board and be like and eventually I realized like oh I could just go to Reddit and it's all in one place it's much easier like and say like hey who's like the best fan to come on my podcast and like 20 people would volunteer and so I picked a guy for the Titans who was like they, they all hated it was like the troll of the board yeah uh, yeah so he was pretty bad he he hated Marcus Merida but still predicted the Titans would go nine and seven and he said the rookie of the year would be Doriel Green Beckham who's not even on the team anymore all right, so that wasn't great. Yeah, what what else? What else you got? What's what else in the top five? Okay, okay. So we we're, we're still in the top five. All right. So the third best episode of all time was, in in my opinion, was episode number sixty five, June twenty third, twenty sixteen. This was right after the completion of that incredible NBA Finals, the Cavaliers winning. It was right after the penultimate episode of the Game of Thrones season. So we had incredible uh, NBA Finals and Game of Thrones performances to discuss. And it was also the 100 Greatest Movies Part 4, 30 to 1. It was the top 30 movies of the last 25 years. Oh, very, very relatable. 30 to 1. Okay, remember it well. <laughs> relatable? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so that was, that was our third best episode. Our second best episode was episode 68, The Greatest NBA Players of All Time Part 2, uh, number 31 to number 16. And, and the reason for this is because we had the biggest fight that we had ever had on the podcast to that point. That was on July 15th, 2016. Well, it was that Kevin Garnett, right? What was that fight about? Um, it was... I don't know. This is, this is what it says. If you come to... Th- this is the recap for that episode. If you come to 32 Fans here, Alex and Akiva fight, this is the episode for you. Akiva drops more hot takes than a Trump supporter. Alex gets madder than he ever has in podcast history. Akiva starts tuning out Alex's shenanigans by just listing the rosters of the 2006 St. Louis Cardinals and talking about how much he loves the Olympics. So I don't, I don't really know. Yeah, sounds like a lot of episodes. <laughs> Got to give that one another listen to see uh, what made it so good. I think, you, you know what it was also? Like, that was nothing compared to, like, the fights we've had recently. Yeah. I don't know. Like, you're in a marriage that I'm sure is on the rocks. <laughs> That's like, I don't. You ever have, like, your first fight, and then you're like, ooh, this is like, wow, this is like a bad fight. We're never going to have one of these again. Yeah. And now, like, back, and now that would seem quaint compared to, like, the fights you have now. Yeah. You know? Chester's like being you, awkward. I don't think you had ever told me like that you wanted me to die in the first 50 episodes of this show. Right. But now it's like it's not even a question. Yeah. And like I can't believe I ever wanted you to live. Yeah. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Not, not, yeah. You've, said, you've said you'll hit on my wife at my funeral. I did say that, yeah. which you just said out loud in front of her. Um. <laughs> Jen, what's your take on that? Akiva, not only has he wished that I die, but he says he intends to hit on you at my funeral. <laughs> She laughed, which I did not appreciate, and she said, as long as he brings me food. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. You did show up. Yeah. Yeah, she's saying, at my brother's wedding a couple of months ago, Akiva showed up to my brother's wedding as my plus one uh, to record a podcast, but then to uh, get my wife pliant, he uh, gave her some food. Do, do you, it's funny because, like, you, made, you said that and your wife laughed. 
Like, I have a couple of friends, I don't know if you have this, where, like, if they joke about themselves dying, they're always like, no, don't joke about that. It's too <laughs> that, sad. Yeah, like, not in my I've never had that. My wife would be like, hmm. Like, I see her, like, she has, like, the literal cartoon bubble come out of her head, and yeah. she's, like, daydreaming about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, my wife's like, what? What? Like, he was saying that there are some people he knows who, if there was a joke about them dying in front of their wife, the wife would say, no, God forbid, how can you say such a thing? But for you, it's, uh, it's mirth. You have any response, Jen? Ask her um, what, how, like, how Scientology is looking after hearing you do like a, a podcast ranking your 100 best podcasts yeah. for an hour. Are you more or less likely to become a Scientologist watching this but also seeing what I'm doing, uh, talking a podcast in which I rank my previous episodes in my podcast? I think she's just ignoring me at this point. Jen, are you ignoring me? Oh, she's watching Celebrity Apprentice now. She's busy. She's watching The Celebrity Apprentice? Yeah. Oh. That she is. Why? That so you should listen. You. She should listen to a Rob and Mike Bloom do a Celebrity Apprentice podcast. Wow. Rob Sestini or Mike Bloom have a Celebrity Apprentice podcast. See, my wife's opposition to podcasts isn't just her hatred of me, although that certainly plays a role. She just I think it is. It's like, it's like if you ever, like, got drunk on tequila when you were 14 and, like, yet, like, violently threw up, you're not going to drink tequila anymore. So I think it's the same thing. Like, oh, I've Her association with it. I see. Yes, I see. Yeah, yeah. All right. Anyways, going on that theme, the number one episode of this podcast ever was just uh, three weeks ago, December 15th, episode 96. What? The week 15, what the week 15 preview. That was the episode where uh, your audio dropped off for eight minutes, so I had to impersonate you. Got a lot okay. of feedback for that. And then there was the mm-hmm. episode where we had a massive fight about the pool of pools, which was our second fight over the pool of pools. Yeah. Oh, we got to talk about that. And my wife came out of the room, out of the bedroom where she was sleeping. Remember, she had had a baby a week before. And mm-hmm. said, Alex, <laughs> you, get out. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that was the most popular line of this podcast in history, according to most of our listeners. Yeah, she's literally like she's a bigger star than both of us. Oh, she is. I've had people say to me, "Can you get your wife to say the f?" You know, like Susie on uh, Curb. Mm-hmm. People have said this to me. They say, "Can you just record your wife saying f- you to me?" <laughs> I'm like, "No, you gotta, you gotta earn her ire uh, the real way, the way I." What I really wanted to do for the hundredth episode, and it would have been much funnier and more entertaining, probably. Yeah. Than this would be yeah. <laughs> would be for both of our wives to do a podcast that we're not in the room. Yeah. And I we just, we... I think we just post it without them. I mean, they probably say a lot of actionable things about both of us, but like they just post, you know, that we just post it like no editing, sight unseen. We we listen to it just like anybody else. Yeah, we'll do that eventually. Okay, Jen. Yeah, you're gonna do that sometime the next month. You and Akiva, you and Akiva's wife are gonna do a podcast together. Okay, why not? Okay, she's getting annoyed now. <laughs> I'm interrupting what? her, watching her reality shows. She's watching the Celebrity Apprentice. Is she disappointed that Trump's gone? No, she's happy because now Trump's president. The more power Donald Trump has, the happier my wife is in life. That's true. Do you think that um, – <laughs> ask her if Schwarzenegger is a good host so far. Is Schwarzenegger a good host so far? This must be riveting right now. No, and she's openly ignoring me now. So, um, All right. You said you want to fight about pool of pools again? Well, I got a lot of emails after I sent out you know, the pool of pools started. I was like, what? Chester's like really not in it? Yeah, people disappointed. Uh, they want to compete against people. The yeah, and they're like, "What is this like fourth grade chart that you know Akiva made that that doesn't even like add itself?" And it's like there's a lot of colors and red. You know, oh yeah, yeah you're, you're all into the colors. Green yeah. is win, and red is and red is lose. I think people like that. <laughs> I want to. I want to. Uh, I want to uh, make a deal with you. A deal. All right, let's make yes. a deal. I'm going to give you. I'm going to offer you um, 
half of I'm going to share a pool of pools team with you. So you're offering me a 50% stake in your pool of pools team? Yeah. What am I getting out of this deal? You, you get to join the pool of pools. Uh, I get to join? I chose not to join. Yeah, but now you kind of regret it, and now you can no, be No, I, I don't regret it at all. First of all, wait. Let me hear. How are you doing uh, in, in, how'd you do in week one? How do you do against the spread and straight up and over under? I well, I don't want to tell you. Now, so. now you're, now you're going to like – if I was 0-12, you'd be like, no, I don't want to join. I don't want half of that. <laughs> how are we doing the uh, cumulative ranking of all 12 pools? Well, I'm not doing your rankings. Like, well, I'm not switching I rankings down. So, I know, but now I'm offering you – but here's the thing. I, I didn't want to I'm, be in the pool, so you think I'd rather be half in the pool with you? By the way, not one person other than you said, what are we doing about the rankings? Like, still, I bet not four people in the whole pool know how they work, even yeah. though I put it in the chart. sure nobody knows. No that. one cares. Yeah. No one cares but you. You quit over something that no one else even thought to ask about, because who cares how, how people are doing the overall standings? All right. Did you ever read the book Nudge? <sighs> no. For you're the one who said that you're the dictator because you know better than other people what's good for them, right? Okay, so you can you can join, and we can all right. argue all our picks on I'll the podcast. Say this. Nudge, I feel like- so Nudge is actually a good book. I mentioned it's uh, Cass Sunstein, my uh, supposed to be my professor, but then um, I was going to have a spring of 2009, and then Obama got elected. He went to, to Washington. But uh, Cass Sunstein and Richard Thaler, Nudge, it's a book all about what they call paternalistic libertarianism, which is the idea is you don't make petitions in just for people, but you nudge them in the right direction. So, for example, there's studies that show that whatever's at eye level is the thing that people take most when they're at, when they're at cafeterias. So they're saying that, mm-hmm. that elementary schools and high schools should put the vegetables at eye level, not like the, uh, the ice cream, for example. So, mm-hmm. so nudge is all about – I know what's better for people even if they don't even realize it subconsciously. So I was providing people the best way to cumulatively do this. All right. So your sale, sales point to me is I should co-own your team with me, with you, so that we can fight every month on the podcast about who we're going to pick that week. Yeah. We could fight about Survivor. It would be great. We'll have epic like knockdown brawls. Because there's no, we have no tiebreaker. It's yeah, just, so what is the tiebreaker? That's the question. Is it, is it like Greatest American Americans? It's whoever it's just not, outlasts the other one? We'll ask Antonio Mazar. Like, no, it's literally like, um, yeah, it's basically just the battle of wills. <laughs> like, I'll put in the name and then you'll like exit out and, you know, on the Excel and like write in your name and we'll just keep going back and forth. We'll probably lock each other out of the Excel. All right. I will say the following. All right. Well, we're going to leave this up to the listeners. You have to put up a Twitter poll on your Twitter account. Okay. No, already not doing it probably, but yeah. All right. Uh, should I have Chester Cole on my pool of pools team and require us to fight each month over our picks on the podcast? Nah, nobody cares. I can't. I, I, it's not that. Uh, it's just no one cares. No, well, that's the, what I was going to test. I'm not doing this for myself. I'm doing this for the listeners because they like to hear us fight. So if you put a Twitter poll up there and people say, yeah, we want this to happen, then I'll do it. If the, if the listeners don't demand it, why? why Listen, why? if you don't want to do it, fine. If you don't care about, about the listeners... That's what I'm saying. If the listeners want it, then let me see them say so. I want the listeners to say yes. I want Chester and Akiva to co-own a team and fight about it every week. Breaking news, by the way. Vikings part way with quarterbacks coach Scott Turner, son of Norv Turner. How did he keep the job yeah. seven weeks past his father? Anyway. Um, all right. So that's my answer. If the listeners demand it, I'll do it because I'm not going to enjoy it. And you're not going to enjoy it. We're going to make each other miserable for the sake of our listeners, basically. No, I think it'll be – I think they'll actually enjoy it. If people write in and say, I think you should join – then I, I think you have no choice. You can't, you can't hate on the fans like that. Fine. Uh, speaking of hating on the fans, or I think uh, we should put them out of their mercy. We should end this. We have a few more people who told us they're joining us, but uh, mm-hmm. it's going on for over an hour. It's like four in the morning for you. I yeah. watch this, I'm uh, fighting uh, with my Alabama 15-year-old game. sister on Gchat for her to come on. Oh, is this the celebrity sister with the 10,000 Twitter followers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, well, I think it's like 2,000. But yeah, um, I'm, but she deleted Skype. <laughs> and she has like a final tomorrow. 
What's the final one? Maybe we can help her out. Oh, yeah, maybe we'll help her. Yeah. What's in? She has nothing good to say about me, this sister. So let's Oh, see. bring her on. Bring her on. <laughs> I'd say she could tell embarrassing stories about me, but she, like, we didn't even grow up in the same yeah, house. I'm not even sure house. she knows that. Well, <laughs> yeah, when she wasn't a diaper, she was still in diapers. Mm-hmm. She's 15. Hold on. Jen, just so you know, as soon as I'm done, we're watching all Alabama Clemson. <laughs> Vanderpump okay. Rules. <laughs> Followed by, you didn't even hear it, Teen Mom 2. Teen Mom 2. <laughs> These are the shows my wife is watching. The Momming. I, I can't, I can't watch two. the college football national championship because of Vanderpump Rules. It's insane that you guys, oh, wait, put Jen on for a second. Jen, hold on. I keep it easy on again. Fortunately, we have a DVR so she can pause so she won't miss the minute yeah. of this shitty reality show she's watching. Vanderpump Rules. Dr. Gonick, for the sake of your marriage... It's Dr. Chester. <laughs> until six weeks from now. You need to get a second television in that house. We're getting divorced. Why? Why are we getting divorced? I mean, I'm yeah, sure you're going to get sick from him at a certain point. <laughs> Is he... Well, no, I'm just wondering what you have planned in six weeks. That's gonna oh, I have nothing planned. I just assume, like, at a certain point... I, Jen. What? Chester, close your ears for a second. Right, I get emails you. every week saying, like, how do you put up with Chester? Uh-huh. From, his fr- from his friends. Uh-huh. Now you know so how like, I feel. You must. Now you you know must. Yeah. Oh, we could I, go to counseling some, together. At least somebody knows how I feel. I do. So I'm saying, like, at a certain point, like, no one would blame you if you just, you know, like, pulled, like, uh, you know, skipped, like, Boise, uh, Idaho. Wait, but you guys need a second TV in the house because all day you're just fighting over what to watch on the TV. Put a TV in the I bedroom. Think you realize that we live in a Manhattan apartment. Like, we don't. Oh, I've, I've also for, lived in Manhattan. Two, everyone has space for two TVs. Put one in the bathroom. <laughs> Who are we? Apartment 6D, Shmaria, Diskin? They had a TV in the bathroom? They had a TV in every room in their house, including the bathroom. And I always used to comment about how there was nothing more disgusting on the face of the earth than the remote control in their bathroom television. Do you remember when, do you remember when a girl lived in that apartment? A girl? I remember when a girl named my wife was locked in a room with no light and a cock. I'm going to leave this podcast now because I can't. Okay, have I, I told you that story? I'm sure story. I've told that story. I'm not talking about the story. This story. No, I'm like pissed thinking about it. Here you go. <laughs> What's the story? Oh, the story is that in 2005, the only time I didn't make the playoffs in the uh, fantasy league until this year, unfortunately. Uh huh. Um, yeah, so. We we had our draft Saturday night uh, immediately after the uh, the the ending of the Sabbath, and the draft was going to be in Saturday night in that apartment. And we made mm-hmm. the idiotic decision to go for Shabbat to uh, Adam Diskin's house in Edison, New Jersey, which is like an hour away. Mm-hmm. So as soon as Shabbat was over, we got in the car and started driving over. And Aaron Kornhauser was driving the car, and he got into an accident at the toll booth of the GWB. Okay, and he started crying. And um, oh, poor Doctor Cornhauser. <laughs> yeah. And meanwhile, everybody else in the league was at the draft and was super pissed because people had like you know we were still like younger people were at camp and people had driven in from camp just that night for the draft and people were, had traveled from all over to be there and they're like where the hell is Chester and also Cornell you know Cornhauser Diskin, and so uh, we finally showed up like over an hour late and oh and, and my wife was with me by the way is the point because she was with me in New York that weekend and my now mm-hmm. wife then girlfriend and so the plan mm-hmm. was that, that I'd set Jen up in one of the other rooms of the, of the apartment with you know she could watch TV for a couple hours while we did the draft because that's she didn't know anybody else in New York she had never been to New York before that was the plan mm-hmm. we get there everybody you'd never been to New York before she had not been to New York before that week correct Hillbilly. Uh, okay. We, we yeah. get there and like it's complete pandemonium. Oh, Everybody's so pissed that we're over an hour late. And the second I walk in the room, literally the second I walk in the room, people are like, "All right, first nomination," and they just started the draft without me. With like, with, with, so I said to Jen, "I'm like, here, you know, go in that room, and I'll come get you at the next break." And so, 45 minutes or an hour into the podcast, 
or in, into the draft. the draft. She stuck her head in the room and, and she said, come here. And I said, I can't right now. I'll come at the next break, next break, next break. And half an hour into the next break, I go to look for her and she's not in that room. And then I call her and she's like, I'm on the streets of Manhattan. I don't know where I am. She had, she had got out walking around Washington Heights at, at 11 o'clock on a Saturday night, had got into some car and had just given them the address of the place we were staying in the city on the Upper West Side, which is the only person, only address she knew in New York, basically. Are you serious? She left and said, like, take me back to the Upper West Side. And she's, like, okay. just dropping F-bombs left and right. And she's like, our relationship is over. I never want to see you again, except for you better get down here right now because I don't know where I am and it's not safe and da 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 So I had to leave the draft in the middle of the draft. Oh, my God. I'm shocked that you left. I know. Jen, she, he really loves you. That's I crazy. Akiva, you wouldn't do that today, Akiva, though, right? Akiva is in shock that I left the draft. He's like, wow, you must That's have really That's crazy. He says, you wouldn't do that for today. I'm like, yeah, damn straight I wouldn't. <laughs> Just now, does she wish you hadn't come? You had said sorry. Uh, oh, I absolutely regret going. I, I absolutely should have left her. What was she do? Break up with me? My <laughs> but team did she make regret? Hold on, it, it gets worse because so that year, so I had drafted. Um, I, I I drafted like I bid. We were doing an auction for the first time that year. It was two thousand five, and I I bid on three guys very heavy right at the top. I drafted Randy Moss. This was his year in Oakland. You know, the first year outside the Vikings where he was a bust. I drafted Priest Holmes who was the league-leading scorer for the first seven weeks of the year and then broke all the bones of his body, and then Larry Johnson had like 1,400 yards the next nine weeks. So Priest Holmes played half season and died. And then I had Dante Culpepper, who was injured for much that season. So I was screwed oh, nobody, anyways. Oh, stop. Nobody so I was screwed anyways. But the point is, I only had three guys on my roster. I go find Jen. I come back like two hours later. The draft is over. So I had to pick like 12 guys off of waivers, basically. Oh, man. And then Av Sinensky, when I left, I said, Av, can you draft for me? Because like, and so the only person drafted is he used all my remaining money on Drew Bennett, the white receiver on the Titans. So I had Drew Bennett, those three guys, and eleven free agents. All right. Anyway, all right. Let, let's put everybody out of their miseries. We've been going in for long enough. It's episode one hundred. Thank you very much to all our listeners. I don't know why you're doing it, but uh, you are. So we'll be back for at least another. Yeah, we can only go up from this episode. We had yeah. my fifteen year old sister. With bad audio as like the highlight of this episode. Very quickly, because we're ostensibly a football podcast. Very quickly, uh, give me your predictions for this weekend's games. Patriots, Steelers. Wait, hold on. But if 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 in fact I am going to be joining you, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is hypothetical right now because we haven't <laughs> heard from the listeners. But just right. in case, we have to quickly discuss our picks for the lines. So first game, Seattle at Atlanta. I want to take Seattle. I want those four and a half points. Yeah, I'll let, I'll let you take whatever you want this week as like a, as like a token of coming aboard. Oh, okay. But what, would you take Seattle also, or would you disagree? Uh, I pick Atlanta to win. I probably want Atlanta, but you could argue the other way. All right, I'll take Seattle. Uh, I said I'm picking Seattle to go to the Super Bowl, but uh, I would probably I silly. to try and middle it. I would probably pick Atlanta to win and Seattle to cover. But actually, you know what? No, we're taking Seattle for both. Seattle's going to go in Atlanta and beat them. I don't I don't trust Atlanta at all. So we're taking Seattle to win and to cover. And the 51 over-under, uh, let's take the under for that because that's too high. All right? Okay. All right. Uh, Houston at New England, we both said we're going to take New England to cover. 44 and a half. I think we should take the under because I think it's going to be like 31 to 3 or something like that. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't yeah. think the Texans can really score more than 7. All right, so we have New England covering and we have uh, the under there. Pittsburgh at Kansas City, 1 and a half. I actually see it at 2 now. What is it for the purpose of uh, the pool of pools? One and a half. But we're all halves. We're all halves. Okay, I actually got two halves yeah, this that's week. That's true. Um, all right. So uh, for sure, I'm taking Kansas City there. I think it's really gross disrespect that they're not favored by at least three. They're the better team. Yeah, Pittsburgh should be favored. Obviously, there's a lot of there was a lot of uh, Pittsburgh should be favored. I just think Kansas City should be favored by at least three. No, there there is a lot of speculation about Big Ben, and that's causing the line. But Pittsburgh should Pittsburgh should be the favorite in this game. I mean, Bill and Sal both thought it should be Kansas City like three and a half. Also. 
I'm saying, no, Pittsburgh's gonna Pittsburgh's gonna win. I said on Sunday that yeah, well, no, Pittsburgh's gonna win. Unfortunately for you, we're going by my picks. Kansas City's gonna win. Kansas City's gonna cover. And uh, let's take a third under, third straight under. Green Bay at Dallas. Uh, so I want to take Green Bay the four and a half. I really want to take them to win, but oh, I'm ta- I'm picking Green Bay to win. We're well, on the you same. You picked the Giants last week. Now all of a sudden you're just picking Green Bay. Yeah, uh, yeah. The the Cowboys couldn't move the ball on the Giants. D. look what the Packers did to the Giants. Day. All right, so we're taking the Packers to win outright. So we're taking both underdogs in the NFC to win outright. And then the 52, mm-hmm. are we going to take the over or the under on that one? I don't have an opinion here, but we've taken three unders. I, I, you know, I don't have a strong opinion on the over-unders this week, to be honest. All right, let's go four unders. Let's keep it low. I don't know. All right, but this is all hypothetical because I, I might just be screwing you and making you take bad picks, and then I'm not even joining you. So we'll see. What no, I, will, I won't put them in until you, uh, you send me $150. Wait, I got, I got to pay for this also? What do you think? I'm giving up half of my equity for free? I thought that was the point. Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely not paying to be in this pool I don't want to be in. Wait, but I'm supposed to give up half of my equity for free? I thought that's what you were doing. You were begging me to join you because you wanted me to help you with your spreadsheets or whatever. That's insane. Why would I give up half of – I'm going to win the whole thing. That's a lot of to money. To be honest, I sort of thought you were comping yourself actually. How many people are in I am comping myself. So then I'm not paying $150 for nothing? <laughs> but, I, but, but, but do you understand my point of this year? Oh, there's going to be a big fight. I'm excited. So you're, like how, you're trying to monetize. You're trying to get something for nothing. You got a free ticket, and now you're trying to. I'm not monetizing. I'm giving up half of my equity. I'm like a guy in the World Series of Poker. I'm like Phil Ivey. Yeah, you're begging. No, I'm Phil Ivey. You're the <laughs> you're the you're you're hiring me because you need somebody with actual skill and talent to take over. You fronted the money. You have the spot already. You hmm. paid for the spot. You just want someone else to come in and make your little charts for you. All right. Um, uh, so that's 100 episodes in the book. Confidence in Akiva thinks we have 100 more to go. If you had to guess the total number of this podcasts, until until it oh that's good we should have a pool yeah well, how many podcasts will there be how many episodes will there be total of this podcast? It's hard because my other podcast is ending, so it's like on one hand you know maybe I should just like now I have one podcast it's a lot easier to have one than two. But are on the other Rob, hand, it's are like you and Rob not going to do Curb or something else? I don't I don't think so. I mean I I, I you know who knows what happens in September. I don't. Would you get in the rotation of any of his other podcasts from time to time? I don't. I wouldn't be interested. I don't think in just doing like I have to be a very passionate about a show. I'm not just like going on and and you know podcasting about anything. Like oh. I love Seinfeld and I love sports. I'm not going to podcast about like something I don't care about. Yeah. Well, you love Survivor. Yeah, but I, there's he has hundreds of people who have been on Survivor to talk about yeah. that. Literally, yeah. I'm not really a, in demand there. So I don't know. This, I mean, it could continue. I, I think maybe we'll stop talking about sports at a certain point. We'll That's what I think. Sports completely. You just said you only I, want to do podcasts about Seinfeld or sports. <laughs> no, no. What I think is that we have to abandon the format, the 32 fans. I think that was too grueling. It's insane. Yeah. It's ruined our last two summers. Yeah. Yeah, it makes August unpleasant. That's for sure. Like, I don't mind talking about week one of the NFL. That's fine. I feel like doing with 32 fans and, like, People don't realize how nuts that was. We did two podcasts a day every day for – You know what? It was – Let's make it yeah. official right now. We're not doing 32 fans this summer. Done. We're not doing it. We're not we, – I mean we're doing the podcast 32 fans, but yeah, we're not doing 32 fans stay. in 32 days. Yeah, the name will stay, but it no longer means anything. Just like – It's that. insane. It was – It was like we both – like my wife would be like, uh, you know, it's like – it's my great. we would be in Florida both yeah, years. Yeah, you're on vacation Florida, like a whole month. And it was like the whole time and she'd be like, all right, it's my grandfather's 80th birthday. And I'd be like, sorry, I have to leave. I have to, like, talk about the Carolina Panthers with someone I found on Reddit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and then when, and, you, when you put it that way, it's And everyone's like, oh, great. Like, oh, like, at least, you know, Mary's husband is working hard. Like, you know, is that is that a well-paying job? 
<laughs> uh, doing your pet, your podcast? I'm like, uh, no, I think I lose money yeah. on it. Um, it is sort of miraculous that we're both still married. And both have had kids since then. So I, I mean, I think there's a chance we both end up like living in a, like a one-bedroom with, like, uh, we get, like... <laughs> Uh, you know, a guy I went to college with like builds walls, like builds Manhattan walls. He's like big into that. Those temporary like, walls, apartments, apartments, the temporary yeah. walls. That's like he's like the king of Manhattan temporary walls. Yeah. So I we could get him to like a good price to build build a wall between <laughs> us. We'll have like one bedroom and like our kid. We'll have to make sure like our kids don't become. No, we, neither of us will have any custody. Let's be realistic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is a depressing future you're foretelling here. I mean, listen, this is like this is plan A. This is like. <laughs> We will not fight over the TV. Like, we can almost always agree on what to watch on TV. Oh, I was going to say, there's no way we'd only have one TV, though. No, we'd have two TVs. We'd watch but, the same well, thing I don't in know. opposite rooms. That's where we could afford to. We can have, it's like a lot of child support. I don't know how much, how much how, like, your wife is going to take you to the cleaners. I'm not no, sure how much. because I would just be using a sling box on my wife's TV. Oh, on your ex-wife's TV. Yeah, my ex-wife's TV, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who All gets right, remarried uh, first in this scenario? Who gets remarried first? Yeah, if we're still recording the podcast, <laughs> the other one Are comes. Still on doing, like, the other. I mean, one we can't on, give it up at that point. We've already like lost our families for yeah. it. We can't just like quit the podcast. If you go on a date, would I like come and like sit at the next table with the microphone? <laughs> sure. Ask her when you're at the bathroom. So how's it going so far? Uh, who are you? What's what's going on here? <laughs> um. Yeah. This is I. This is getting dark. Derek, yeah, Derek Rose uh, missed the Knicks game. No one knows where oh, he is. Oh, he's like completely MIA. Nobody knows where he is right now. Yeah, people. Yeah, I've been reading these. Uh, yeah, while while we're recording, some nobody... people some people think that he's mad. He was benched in the fourth quarter of last game. He was supposed to be a guest uh, maybe... on the podcast tonight. He just did not show up. Yeah, maybe maybe he just uh, like looked at the box, you know, at like the sta- the statistics for this season, realized he sucks, and it's like I should probably just retire. All right, we got to end this for, for real now. It's been like two hours. All right, hopefully you'll edit this down to a listenable four minutes. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Even even my even my sister even botched the great uh, yeah the hairstyle story did not go well yeah no it's an amazing story she just butchered it I mean she was ten she probably totally forgot yeah. it but. all right uh, keep a zero to a hundred real quick we did it we did it uh, this was this was really like self congratulatory I was not expecting that uh, thanks to the two people who called in <laughs> you know I don't think we're gonna do a call in for for two hundred I. I, we really should have done the wives talk, and then we don't listen, and we just post the podcast episode. Yeah, that would we'll, we'll, do, we'll do that at some point. I mean, they both said no, so I'm not sure yeah. if we will. We have no. We're, you're talking about people we have no say over. It's like yeah, us saying true. like <laughs> we'll get like these two guys in the NBA, and we'll just say like yeah. we have literally no authority in our own home. I, I think it might be more likely I could get Derek Rose on the podcast than our wives. I mean, probably just wandering the streets of Manhattan. Supposedly yeah. the Knicks don't know where he is. So. Yeah, he's probably stoned right now, so casting aspersions is not nice. Is he a big pot guy, Derek Rose? I don't know. I feel like you're on the Knicks. You're not doing well. Like you know, I don't know. Good yeah. drugs in New York. And then you, oh, yeah, I mean, you get free Reportedly. drugs if you're on the Knicks for yeah, sure. For sure. I'm sure Dolan has in his office for sure. There's no chance. There's no chance that Jimmy Dolan doesn't do coke. Come on. I can't believe, th- like these <laughs> accusations are on the same podcast as my sophomore in high school sister. Right, we gotta, <laughs> she's not going to listen, though. She said she's not going to listen. Well, yeah, she doesn't even know what it is. I did like that she knew I had a Seinfeld podcast. That's pretty funny. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm sort of impressed she knows what a podcast is. All right, Akiva, we really have to end now. Bye. Bye. No zero to one and real quick. Real quick. Whole squad on that real. Zero to one and real quick. Real quick, real quick, a zero to one, real quick, real quick, whole squad on a real, zero to one and a real quick, real quick, real quick.
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered ChampaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.